Welcome to Family Features, a podcast for anyone who wants to experience healthy relationships within their family. This is Dr. Corey Gilbert, and I'm honored to come alongside you to encourage, educate, and equip you as we focus on the different relationships that make us family. Let's get started and focus on today's feature. Hello, this is Dr. Corey Gilbert, and today I want to talk to you about um, where we're at. We are in the late in late September right now, and it has been six months, if you can believe it, of a lot of chaos in our world. Our world is never going to be the same. Our world has been turned upside down in so many ways. Our small individual worlds, our families, but also the whole world. Um, many of us are afraid to travel. Many are afraid of even just leaving their homes. We're all in different places, but I want to talk about you and church. Um, I'm a deacon at our church at Salem First Baptist here in uh, Salem, Oregon, and love uh, our church. I love uh, what we do, but I want to kind of confess something to you and to kind of talk through this myself first, maybe as an example for you. I've grown up in the church. Um, since nine months before I was born, I've been in church. My parents were in ministry um, actively you know, since I was young and then in missionaries in South America for my, most of my growing up years. And so church is just a normal part of my life, yet I find myself not wanting to go to church, not eager to go to church because we've learned to be more complacent. We've actually settled into maybe some new Sunday morning routines that we didn't have before. I know I was talking to a um, softball coach. I can't remember where, somewhere here in Salem, but he said it had been 20 something years, like 25 years that he'd never had a spring time off because it was always in season. I think it was softball. I'm not sure which sport. But so for the first time, he was doing projects and honey-do lists at home, and it was just exciting to spend time with his, his kids and his wife in a season he's normally always busier than ever. Um, so there's been a lot of good things that have happened during this, and there's a lot of rough times and rough things that people have gone through. Some are struggling just to get out of their house. Some are just binge-watching shows on whatever um, platform they are addicted to. And others have actually used this time to grow relationships and grow businesses and, and do great things. We're all in different places. But when it comes to social, um, we can't get what we need virtually only. We can be blessed. We can be touched. We can be encouraged by good sermons, good teaching, um, all sorts of good information. But we need touch. Last night, I was actually at a deacon meeting um, sitting next to our pastor, Pastor Mark Hanke, and um, it was very interesting because at one point he reached over and just put his hand on my leg uh, to make a point. He was kind of trying to tell me something. And I remember my, my whole body just kind of froze and kind of sunk into that, which sounds kind of weird, I know. But it was like, touch. Oh, I miss touch. I have my wife. I have my daughter who kisses me all the time. It's wonderful. But I'm a hugger. I love being close to people. I grew up in a country that hugs and kisses everybody. And... Now, without that, you start getting used to it, and it just becomes a new normal. How many of you are used to not going to church? How many of you are not used to engaging with um, others? And it has made it worse that we're in a season of if you express an opinion contrary to someone else's, you get blown to pieces. The thing is, is most of us are expressing those opinions online, and it is different face-to-face. -face. We need to engage these hard topics in conversation, face-to-face. -face. We need to be the body of Christ and put Christ in our, who we are as Christians above any issue, social issue, political issue, all these things. We need to do that. 
are you? So back to me, I, d- I found myself not wanting to go to church. And so Sunday morning comes and I don't want to get up. And then here's what happens. I do for one very specific reason. This past Sunday was a great example. My back hurts so much right now. I injured my shoulder about a month ago, and my back is on fire. It's eight or nine. I'm wanting to scream half the time. Can't figure out what's wrong. It's been been a rough few weeks here. Um, and I keep teaching my classes. I keep seeing my clients. I just keep going um, because that's just what I know to do. But Sunday morning, oh, it would be nice to rest. It would be nice to, to not have to go anywhere. And then I remember my kids are watching. And if we let them stay home and just get complacent, I can guarantee where you where they will be as adults. When we must, even for our own kids, for our marriage, maybe one of you are, is struggling to, to go and the other person needs to be the encourager of, no, this is just what we do. And here's what happens every time when I get to church. I'm so glad I'm there. The worship lifts me up. The sermon kicks me in the tail. It is a beautiful time. And I connect with people and have conversations that that are life-giving to me. Who I spend time around matters. Who I listen to matters. These things are important. And if you are disengaged now from church, who are you engaged to and with? And oftentimes it's not healthy places. It's forums and it's news and it's fights online. We need to think through our priorities. We need to be intelligent, smart people like we are and make choices out of a bigger picture, not just the immediate or the moment or the day or how I feel. We live in a brave new world where the way that um, church is going is going to be different, the way education is. Many of you are so frustrated with school right now, you're about to go crazy. Understandably so. How are you going to engage with what we have in a way that is life-giving to you and to your children? Lower the bar in terms of what your kids are trying to learn. Because in the end, some of that doesn't matter as much as their hearts and their relationship with Christ. If we're not careful, we get all these things out of order. I've got to make sure they know all these things so they can get into a good school and they can do this and this and this. And in the process, we miss their hearts and we miss them being champions for Christ as Barna Research has has found that is the most important thing for us to, to focus on with our children. Way more so than reading and um writing and all the other you know school stuff now one thing we have missed i feel like we've missed teaching history we've missed teaching some of the stuff in the past and we need to re-engage with that yes um, at home um, supplementing maybe what schools are doing but you're at the on the front lines mom and dad if you're listening to this and you're single you may have isolated yourself too much during this season you need to re-engage with friends you need to make new friends which is really hard especially in this season You need conversation. There's something about this virtually or if you're listening to this in earbuds or on your phone or something, the audio that's maybe encouraging, but it's very different face to face. I've actually found as a counselor and coach, I'm loving doing stuff virtually and online because we can go deeper and go places faster than I've actually found we get face to face because it's less emotional. Face to face is more emotional. Now put that in the context of relationships. We want the emotional. We want that connection with another person. To do work in therapy or counseling isn't necessary always. It's not necessary always to go to that emotional piece. We want to go to the more cognitive and behavioral. You hear those terms, cognitive behavioral therapy, but also to the heart. 
who they are, who they worship, what matters most, and why there's a block in terms of what they say they want and what they're not getting. So back to the church thing. My encouragement to you, make yourself go. Make yourself show up. Get into a small group. Yes, there's all sorts of rules and restrictions, and, and most churches are trying to follow those to the best of their ability. Follow them to the best of your ability, but engage. I've been thankful to be a part of Boy Scouts. All sorts of restrictions, yet our group has met throughout this whole ta- whole season. We met virtually for a long time, and then we met back face-to-face. And it is so fun to see those boys engage and do life together, even if it's just a little bit each week. And even though we haven't been able to do more than I think it's been one camp out. Um, I encourage you to in- re-engage. Now this is the next step. The next step for you and for me is to be very careful what I add back. What are you going to add next? Are you just going to go back to the way life was and add all the things you were you're doing before? Or are you going to be really careful and intentional and as a family, prayerful, personally and as a family, what do you want to add back and what do you want to cut? You need to engage with the body of Christ. That's number one. Number two is yes, definitely the educational piece. But number three is something social, something relational that's life-giving. But f- way down on the, on the list is some of the sports things that we do if they're not life-giving. A lot of times we engage in those because we think we're supposed to, and they're not life-giving. They're actually destroying. What I hear from a lot of college students is how the sport that they used to love is now destroyed because of how, how driven their families were towards um, medals and towards competition because they're not. Others, it's the exact opposite. Um, they were driven, and it was despite their families that they achieved all those things. Others found through sports and through music that that gave them a hope and a purpose, and it was a beautiful thing. That's why there's no cookie cutter for all this. Church, we need to be there. We need you. I need you. I need you to encourage me, just like I need to encourage you. I might be able to encourage you in areas that helps you help you helps you grow, and it's my strength. Well, I have areas I need to be encouraged in because those are not my strengths. And that's the body of Christ. So bless you. Bless your family. Engage. Get involved in groups. Get involved in your community. Get involved in... The, around here, we're dealing with the, the after effects of fires. People are in so much need everywhere. I know in um, Alabama, out that way, they're dealing with flooding and, and all the stuff in the hurricanes. There's always crisis. And there's people that have lost family members through this. There's people that have just really suffered. We need one another. So I, I challenge you to engage. Bless you. Thank you for tuning in to the Family Features Podcast. It has been an honor to serve. Find out more about Dr. Gilbert and his resources for you and your family's growth and success at HealingLives.com. And if you think you could use some support along the way, be sure to book that call at bookdrg.com. And one more thing, if you found this helpful, please share this podcast with others so that we can change the world together.